Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's and a happy Thursday morning to you, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you dropping on by. As we've been talking about since the beginning of the show, these are my final two shows here at CBS Sports Radio. I'll be leaving for Monday morning to begin at Sirius XM's Mad Dog Channel, beginning the morning show over there, carrying the DA Show brand. Unfortunately, not carrying my DA Show guys here, so that's what's kind of tough about all of this. It's not sad because I'm super excited and thrilled about the new opportunity, but just tough, man. Tough to to leave these guys behind because I love them so much. But it also means I feel better about the listeners because they have then two really great options. If you'd like to come with me over to, to Sirius for Monday morning and beyond, I'd love to, to bring you with us for the ride. They are offering for the D-Aliens three free months. I wanted to get that in writing from them, and they said, yes, we will commit to the listeners, which is what made this an alluring option for me because I love it that I I wake up every day and work with these guys, and I love the show. I love these four hours every single day, but they just, they did a Godfather offer. They basically said, what's it going to take? And one of the biggest things was we need to honor the listeners even more than ever. And they said, what do you need? And I checked off a few things. They said, we can get this done. And so one of the things was, I said, the aliens aren't paying to come over there. We got to prove it first. And then if we prove it and they like it, fine. They said, okay, three free months, DA code, you got it. Beautiful. But, you know, it's hard, obviously, to leave what we built here for the last 11 years. And so we're taking today and tomorrow to just kind of reminisce and have some fun and have a good old-fashioned farewell party. And it's been a fun first three hours already. Boyle is in the EP chair today. If you thought this dragged out already, well, now there's a whole new show that they've got to hire this role for. So it might be another month and a half. I don't know. No, Megan and Perloff are taking over on Monday for this show permanently. They're going to find eventually a, a replacement for the afternoons where they are vacating. But if you love Pat Boyle, I'm sure he's going to be in the mix for this spot for the new show. And 
If you want to stay with CBS Sports Radio and hear Bogus's updates and Pete's drops and all that, and you like Megan Perloff, God bless. This has been a wonderful place to me, and I obviously will always be rooting for everybody here. And if you're like, no, I got CBS Sports Radio on my affiliate, and you know, I wake up every day and pop on that that preset on my dashboard, or you know, God bless. I I am absolutely as supportive as I could ever be about everybody that is here because they meant so much to me for 11 years, man. I I won the lottery. I I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, I won the lottery, and I never forget it. You know, my dad went to work every single day for 25 years of my youth and he punched the clock, you know, and he woke up early and came home late. I didn't see him before I went to school and I saw him at night when dinner was finally on the table. He worked long hours. He slept Saturday mornings late. I'm like, dad, get up. Come on, let's do this. Now in retrospect, I see why dad had to sleep Saturday mornings. It was the only (laughs) time he could ever sleep. Now I understand, you know, my grandma was a, cleaning person for the Empire State Building. And she raised four kids and my grandpa worked in a switch factory and they were immigrants to this country. I mean, you know, I won the lottery. So I have always tried to bring joy to whatever I've done to reflect that. And this, these 11 years have been pure joy. I mean, is everything perfect? No. Were there headaches along the way? Of course. Are there stresses and anxieties and questions and issues. Yeah. But you know what? When we flipped on the microphone, whether it was at 2 a.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 9 a.m. Eastern time, or 6 a.m. Eastern time, for those three or four hours, nothing else mattered. And it was a joy. So I want to just pay that forward to all the guys here, everybody that made this thing work. And I said this last hour, I'll say it again. I asked management, my PD Spike Eskin, hey, how do you want me to handle this? And he said, I trust you. That means a lot. So I want to make sure we do this right on the way out. And let's just have a good time. Let's appreciate the 11 years that we got because not a lot of shows get that. And this show particularly, there could have been an executive, a PD, upper management that was like, yeah, no. A spaceship? What are we doing here? Year of the before, what is this? You're retiring jerseys? What What is going on here? You're dressing up in costumes for eating salsa bets? What exactly are we doing here? You're ha- you know how much this is breaking corporate legal code to have listeners show up to a pool in your backyard? This is unsafe, everybody. We're not going to do this. And they never said a word. That... That says a lot about what we were able to create around here, and I love it. I love it, and I'll never have a bad thing to say. It's just, it's been it's been freaking awesome. So we're trying to go down the list of the greatest moments of the 11 years here on CBS Sports Radio. We played 2013 Painkiller Pat, which we had to boil 13 and a half minutes down to four minutes. We had the Chicken Challenge, where Merez, almost as a Harlem Globetrotter, won the 50 chicken nugget eating contest with Jacob Wilkins doing the play-by-play, who's now the longtime play-by-play voice of the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. I, and I think it's safe to say Binghamton doesn't give him a job without the chicken challenge and wienership tapes. I mean, he made his mark. 
I mean, right? Made his, and he took it seriously. You heard him describing the ages in that clip of Remember everybody. He took notes of you guys. Yeah. No, he he asked me when's a good ten minutes to sit down with you. I thought he was kidding. No, he was serious. He wanted background information, everything he use in the broadcast. Now that's dedicated. That's hard work. That's dedication. Yeah. So those are the first two. What's next up here, Pat Boyle? So we have 2017. I I don't know if I confirmed it with Mraz or officially, but I'm going to go ahead and say that this was definitely number one in 2017. Mraz eating dog crap. Well, if not, it's certainly a worthy contender. (laughs) (laughs) Let's play it no matter where it ranks. I pride myself on this show being one that you can look to as a beacon of light amongst the sewer of darkness that is sports media. And that's why when Sean Mraz, executive producer of the DA show yesterday morning tweeted this, my heart immediately sank. My stomach fell to the floor, knowing that everything that I had built on this show had crumbled with one tweet. Every piece of integrity and credibility that I had built over years upon years of labor on this show had fallen by the wayside. Because as Mraz tweeted yesterday, quote, newest low point of my life. I ate what I thought was a chocolate chip off of my living room floor. Turns out it's a dropped dingleberry off of my dog. Mraz, I'm so ashamed. I'm... I don't know how we can move on, and I, I honestly wonder if this is not a fireable offense by the suits at CBS. I mean, this is a terrible decision not only to do it, but also to admit it. Well, it was, it was me trying to be heroic to save my dog because dogs are allergic to chocolate. I had been eating a chocolate chip granola bar to start the day, and I let my dog out. When I let him back in, I noticed he ran past me, and then he ran back, and I thought I had dropped the chocolate chip on the ground, so I rushed to pick it up and pop it in my mouth. To save the dog from instant death from eating chocolate. Instead, only to realize that taste was not the chocolate. It was a long morning for me. Did you have any stomach irritation after that? No, I mouthwashed about 17 times. Brushed my teeth multiple times. Drank two bottles of water. And got on with my day. I have stomach irritation, and I've only listened to the last (laughs) 60 seconds of this story. So you didn't get a stomachache? No, I didn't. You didn't feel nauseous? No. I mean, but I've eaten more garbage than anybody can count. So anything I put in my body is never going to make a difference at this point anyway. And luckily it was small. You know what I mean? It was a chocolate chip size. So it tasted like a dog chip. Tasted like what any... Well, I mean, we don't know what they taste... I do know what they taste like now. And it tastes like what you'd think it would taste like. Like it was like a Dippin' Dot. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know those granola bars? It could be loose. I thought for sure I'd drop one. Oh, it was loose, all right. And... (laughs) Which dog was this, Jay? This was Jay. By the way, my wife still has not kissed me. How could she? How could she? How could she knowing what you put in your mouth? The she devil's said, antidote. She said she'll consider around Labor Day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. couple quick anecdotes. My wife, I don't think, still has kissed me. <laughs> And Jay would, unfortunately, Jay would unfortunately pass away a year later, not from chocolate. <laughs> but I extended his life by a year. <laughs> and I, I kept coming back to, why would you tweet that? Why would you admit that? I didn't know what to do with myself. I couldn't believe what had just happened. D8, the fact that the exact <laughs> shape of a chocolate chip from a granola bar I was eating would fall to the ground and it came off my dog's rump. <laughs> 
I mean, it's one of those things where it's horrible that happened to me, but I value entertainment at the same time. And I think others probably could relate in that moment. Could they relate? Chocolate amongst dog owners is a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know not to let them need that and onions. So, in many ways, maybe I thought I'd be like a hero in the dog animal world. But as you guys pointed out, and I still finally come to grips with this, I could have thrown it out. You I didn't sure have to could. eat it. Yeah. 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 Bogues, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, that's been my point from the beginning. You trying to save Jay, noble effort, but it didn't require popping something <laughs> off the floor into your mouth. You could have just thrown it out. And at the same ending would have happened. Jay would have been safe and sound, but you wouldn't have eaten a dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> the, the size and texture, it just it's, it was uncanny. Can you still taste it? When you hear back the story, it's like one of those things where you, oh, it comes back on your tongue a little bit. Do you remember like the consistency in your mouth? Yeah, it was like chocolate, but it wasn't the taste of chocolate. <laughs> it was the taste of poo. <laughs> but who knows what poo tastes like? It, it tastes like it smells? Look, when you bite into something, the smell evaporates into a taste form. That's the best way I can explain scientifically what happened there. What you smell is what you taste. Wait wait till you tell that story on the other station. They'll be mailing you bags of it. <laughs> well, we should get to that probably by August at this rate, the way I'm reusing material. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, August is a long time from now. Maybe April? This Maybe is amazing. January? You're using the SAT bit. You're taking the SAT on the air. You did Doug Funny as Mike Glennon the other day. That was an Easter egg. <laughs> He did Sierra liked me. They steal my drop oh, for yeah. that too. Sierra is into me. Got written up by the trades. First of all, that was BS because I told Evan that story off air because Tiki was there with me. I did not know Evan was going to bring it up on air. When he did, you hear me immediately go, "Oh no!" Because all I'm thinking is not about the audience and my wife. Who cares? It's you guys. <laughs> I go, they're going to hear it and go, "I'm reusing material again." <laughs> that was my oh no. You heard in that clip. That's baloney. So you're seeing you're seeing ghosts. I'm seeing ghosts, yeah. Every word that comes out of my mouth, I'm like, please don't let DA and Pete hear this, please. <laughs> it's so, it's just, I, then you steal my drops, and then that's, I hate when you do that. Oh, we're going to go to this now? Come on. Oh, well, that's been a thing, whether you took Bilotti's drops. You do them wrong, too. I did It's ridiculous. I'm going to sell somebody out here. Connor Green did. I know he did. Connor Green fed them to our producer over there and said, if you want good Mraz stuff. Right. You Use steal this. Pete's drops. Wow. Connor Green sold us out. So I took the drops and I hit him. <laughs> Is that right? Go find him now. No, we already him. got we already got enough. So does that take Connor Green out of the producer room? <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. Ridiculous. <laughs> Is that one last person I gotta worry about? <laughs> Asking for an interested party. All right, next up, the next number one of the 12 DAs, this will be Torg Bellinger, right? Because this is 2018. This happened following the 2017 football season. Remember when Carson Wentz blew out his ACL week 13, maybe, against the Rams? He was going to be the NFL MVP, Eagles soaring to a one seed. Kenny Brock, our old friend from the overnights, old producer, came back, and he was like, oh, you had him on the PGP. And you said, how do you feel with... Now Carson Wentz, like, the season's over, right? And he's like, it's over. I'm so depressed. My Eagles season is over. If Nick Foles wins a Super Bowl with this team, I will eat crow. I will literally eat crow because it's not going to happen. Ding, ding, ding. So we hid that away. <laughs> Eagles go on this Cinderella magical run through the playoffs. Nick Foles throws for 400 yards in the Super Bowl. Philly specially gets a statue for himself. And we're like... Time to pay up, Brock. 
So I've got to literally find a crow to cook, which is way harder than you might think. I've got to reach out, and I grew up in kind of a rural area. I got to reach out to to guys that I knew were hunters when I was growing up and say, like, not sure if you know if you could do get this for me, <laughs> trap this for me. Where can I order this from? Hey, you wear flannel. You know where you get a crow? <laughs> I mean, there's no way I could have acquired a crow, especially at the time I was living in Brooklyn. No crows to get around there. So I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? Then I got it. Then we had the guy that sent it to me on the show. Or did we? Torg Bellinger. Then we cooked it in a crock pot and had Kenny Brock eat it in studio. It's the number one of 2018 from the 12 days of Christmas. Torg, good morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> it's crow season. Uh, actually, now through the, uh, through the end of March, uh, which we call around uh, here, we call it March uh, Madness, crow season, <laughs> right. uh, which is... Uh, uh, that happens when you don't cook the crow properly, and you eat it. It starts to have an effect on your brain, on the on the frontal lobe. Ah. And so around here, a uh, sort of madness sets in with the undercooked crow, uh, and so we call it March Madness. How would you suggest I cook this? I'm thinking about a crock pot. Have you ever actually eaten the crow? Uh, what the uh, what kind of pot? A crock pot. No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't believe I know. Uh, I don't believe I know what kind of pot that is. That's that's how you get the March Madness. Oftentimes, the crows underboiled. That's what happened to my brother Bill, uh, which makes me sad. I, I recommend smoking it with uh, cherry wood, uh, with a nice spice rub, uh, maybe some maybe some cumin and some tarragon leaves, uh, just kind of stuffed up uh, under the. Wings of the crow, and then, of course, finish with some lemon zest. What happens if I don't have a smoker? Uh, well, uh, of course, you could just go to your neighbor's uh, place, and as they're burning uh, as they're burning up some uh, growth, you know, from the winter, then just just put it on top of that. That's not, that's not a problem at all. Uh, if, yeah, just if one neighbor's not burning uh, the day you need to cook your crow, just ask your next neighbor, uh when they're going to be burning and clearing. How does it taste? I heard it's kind of gamey. It's stringy. How does crow taste? It, ta- it tastes like woodcock, uh, which is, of course, another uh, popular uh, thing that gets hunted this time of year. If you go out to try and get a, go out and bag a nice bunny, but there's just too much woodcock around uh, all the way, that's, uh, that's what we call when, you, when you're looking for something like a crow or a bunny and a... Uh, and you get in trouble with all that thicket, that's a woodcock block. And that tends to happen well. <laughs> Are you hoodwinking me right now? Is that real? <laughs> you came in here and dialed him up. Was that real? How could that be fake? <laughs> so here goes Brock as he's digging in. It's kind of blackened. Oh, do you need some barbecue sauce on the side? No, I'm going to go straight up. Okay. I'm gonna go nice up. job by Brock. Okay, so here we go. He's got it on his fork. It's kind of shredded. It's kind of coming. It's kind of gray. It uh, is kind of supposed to be gray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if this looks uh, up to par here, but here goes nothing. It's in his mouth, chewing it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't taste like anything. Like so, it's just the barbecue sauce. You get a little hint of that. It's nice and tender though. You did a good job. Oh, on the thank crop. you. <laughs>
was worried about it being super tough. You, you, uh, you killed the cook game here. Okay, good. I'll go back in for a second. All right, so, nice. Yeah, nice yeah, job, we'll, Rock. We'll do it up here. Okay. I mean, he's eating a piece that has the foot on it. It's all dark meat, by yeah. the way. There is no white meat on this bird. No. He's going back for a second bite, chewing it. That one's a little gummier. A little gummier. A little gummier. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a little toothsome, as they say. <laughs> toothsome. A very tooth. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Brock. Oh, remember how that looked? Oh, and you could see the feet. Oh. Yeah, he sent it to me. Torg Bellinger sent it to me. And it had, it was, you know, of course it was plucked and it was ready to be cooked, <clears throat> but the feet were still on. Oh. And so I put it in the crock pot and remember how blackened it was? Mm-hmm. It was like a it was like a gray, like a charcoal gray. Yeah, and not black and like the shrimp you get at Applebee's. No, no that's not what we're the talking about. The meat itself was <laughs> yeah. like a cement gray. Yeah, oh, it was so gross. But I'm sorry, going back, first of all, we could continue this list and you could have fun for the next day and a half. That's the number one 12 day of Christmas. You ever. think that's it? I think that's it because the guy was so off the wall. That being said, you could play your little game going on. I don't believe that that guy was real. I believe it even less today. This has always been a controversy yeah. that nobody believes, or some believe and some don't. You are you have been on the fence for a long time. Why are you not a believer? Because you know what? In hindsight, years later, I want Stephen Murray on the phone, okay? We find out oh. at Bob's Bar, he might or may not have been Morgan Freeman. He has done the big baby in the landfill voices. He is a listener that is unbelievably talented at impersonations. Mm -hmm. You were the one that placed the call that day to Torg Bellinger. I did. I think this might have been his original foray. It's not a bad conspiracy theory. However, this is t early 2018, February, March 2018. Um, that we were still, were that mornings yet? Mid-mornings, yeah. That was mid-mornings. I don't think Stephen Murray was listening back then. I didn't know Stephen Murray back then. Remember, Stephen Murray only started Morgan Freeman the the year before the first Bob's Bar, or the year of um, the first Bob's Bar. That's only three years ago. But I wonder if he was listening. You did have him in the hopper, and then there was no real use for his talents until for then. two years? Bull dookie. I don't know. And you're right. He's really talented, but... That was just so outrageous I toward know. Bellinger, which is what makes it maybe the number one of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It's got everything. It's hard to top that. And listening back to Torque Bellinger, like, you need some cumin, some tarragon. Yeah. And finish it off with a little lemon zip. At the very least, Torg Bellinger was probably in on the bit that we're idiots from city life. I mean, come on, Woodcock Block. <laughs> Go to your next neighbor that's burning. If he is not a fake, he is somebody that's going, look at these idiots. I'm going to totally yeah. play the role of this. Yeah, he might have been trolling us as a bunch of... Yeah, it's one or the other. I don't know why that clip makes me so angry now. I just wish you would be honest with us. <laughs> I am honest! <laughs> Bogues, what, what's your thought? Is that the number one, number one? I mean, it's really hard to beat. He invented March Madness, like we invented the Madden Curse, the right. moniker. Yeah. So I mean, it's there's there's so many deep cuts in there. It makes zero sense. <laughs> it begins with literally making somebody eat crow. I think at that point, Kenny didn't work here anymore. No, he did and he not. Had to come, yeah, so he had to come in. You've been gone for like three years. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and I remember, as you guys already mentioned. The color of that meat was so off-putting and so seemingly inedible. I can't believe Kenny ate it and and survived it. I can't believe someone put it in their house and cooked it. I can't believe DA turned to us one point and said, does anybody know where we can get crow? <laughs> <laughs> we said, this is your problem, pal. Not doing it. 
and another gift, like another gift from the universe. Every right. time we've, you know, we reach out, we don't get just anybody. We get the perfect person. Like even, you know, chicken pesto lady, like she didn't, that the person in the hallway didn't need to be a boss, attractive, the sexy voice, having the gumption to make a fat joke at Sean and then comes in for the SAT. Like every time the universe did us so many favors and this is probably the biggest because you could have found a regular person who knew how to find and cook crow, but you found this dude. And that Nick Foles did do it. They could have lost the NFC championship game, the Super Bowl. He drops the Philly special or Brandon Graham doesn't sack Brady. There were so many things that had to take place. It was certainly touch and go that Nick Foles would win a Super Bowl. Great point. The Minneapolis miracle that keeps the Saints from playing the Eagles in the NFC Championship game yeah. as well. You're right. They had what to be a, Case Keenum at yeah, home. Yeah, of course they were going to be Case Keenum at home. What a butterfly. I keep staring at the Pearl Wolf jersey thinking it's huge Freezes jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a break or go to this phone call? Break, come back with the call. Okay, very special guest on the flip side. Shep is going to join us on the phones next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's new on CBS. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can stream your Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app as well. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. If any of you have reached out to me via social media or email, about the move that I'll be making starting on Monday. I'll be on SiriusXM's Mad Dog channel, their morning show. I just want to thank you, whether it's good, bad. I appreciate that you care enough to reach out to me, and I know many of you are sad about the ending of the show here and me leaving the guys here. I haven't checked my emails, and I haven't gone through my tweets because it's just been so overwhelming, but I appreciate it all, and I will get to everything, but just know that Yesterday and today has been just really, you know, focused on trying to make sure this show is good, tomorrow's show is good, that I've got my best foot forward over there, and I will get to everything, and I just 
It's also a little hard right now, as you might imagine, just to like start sifting through people that are disappointed because I hate to let people down. You know, I don't want to be that guy. It ended up that was the reality of the situation, but I will get to everything, I promise. Shep is next up, and he's in his Upper East Side apartment, ready to weigh in on the changes here. Shep, good morning. Yeah, good morning, my friend. I would ask how you're doing, but I think the last three and a half hours have certainly put that into perspective. How are you, my friend? I'm I'm okay, you know? I mean, I'm yeah. very excited about a new project, an opportunity. I'm, I'm thrilled that my new bosses really want the show that I believe in, but it's hard. it's hard to leave the guys here because I love them so much. Yes, no, DA, absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to make this quick because I know you got a lot of people lined up. The first thing I have to put out there, it is magical to see you all together again. You have to do some kind of reunion show, if not once a year, every couple years. Like, I feel like when I'm listening to you and watching you guys today, it's like listening to Mike and the Mad Dog. Like, I find myself saying, man, they all left too soon. Like, why couldn't we get more of this? I know 10 plus years is a great run, but I, I just want more of this. So if, if, if there's any part of Bob's Bar that can do that every year. You know, I know Miss Marash and Mr. Marash have been great to all of us. And NDA, we're, we're losing, CBS Sports Radio is losing our point guard. You know, that's, that's the thing that is most difficult about this. And he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> I know Jim Rome is, is one of one. Um, but DA, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm so, you know, crazy and ludicrous for saying this. I, I think there is no host that has ever had more of an impact on CBS Sports Radio than you. And I know people out here, when, when Sean was leaving, he said, you know, you and, and, and Morass have put CBS Sports Radio on their back, and I don't mean to speak for Bilatia, I think I'm paraphrasing here, but yeah, you have, you have put this network on your back, and you have done everything and then some, and you have brought it across the finish line and 500 yards after. And if there is any disappointment, it's because of how immensely talented you are. Um, it's because you are one of the most talented people, not just in sports radio, but in all of entertainment, in my opinion. At the end of the day, people love you because of how entertaining you are. But, D.A., can you just indulge me for about 30 more seconds because there's a story that I want to share with everyone. Sure. Oh, this is great. I would never cut you off short of this phone call. I feel good, (laughs) man. I'm going to send this to my agent. (laughs) Oh, well, listen, guys. And by the way, I know I'm not exactly reading the room right now because I know it's been a a lot of laughs this morning, so I apologize for completely shifting and pivoting. But nonetheless... When, so DA obviously hosts four hours, five days a week. That's exhausting. Um, then he does a Sunday morning football show. If he's not already doing something on WFAN. So he's hosting six days <laughs> every single week. I brought three kids from Manhattan youth that are inner city uh, students that can barely read. And they always wanted to see what it's like to witness a live broadcast, whether it be radio or television. And I pitched this to about three or four different shows. Um, Three shows said, absolutely not. You know, it's really not the right environment to have middle school kids come around. You know, the reality is there's so much that goes into it. It's just going to take away from the host concentration. Uh, DA not only said that's okay, that I could bring these three kids by, but he insisted. DA does his Sunday morning football show for two hours after, again, doing five days a week morning show, four hours every single day. He spends two hours with Mamadou, T, and Alex. He gives them two hours of his time afterwards. And to see the smiles on their faces and to then talk to their parents afterwards and for them to say, you changed my kid's life today. 
the you you don't just talk sports you don't just talk a great game you live it i know you mentioned punishment and sometimes this industry can be stressful and sometimes there can be headaches i admit i was a part of those at times i apologize <laughs> <laughs> But the joy that you brought those kids and what you were able to do for their lives, they're now in high school. They're now seriously pursuing careers in journalism. You talk to them for two hours a day. You change their lives. That's, that's what makes you a first ballot Hall of Famer. I love you. I'm going to miss you so much. This, you're, you are irreplaceable. And Mad Dog Sports Radio is getting one of the best to ever do it. We're going to miss you so much. Man, I love you, D.A. Man, I love you too, Thank you so much. That is so kind of you to say. And, you know, the, the, the thing that I love about Shep is that he is so authentic and so he wears his heart in his sleeve and he's so okay talking about things that people sometimes, you know, put a cloak over. And in sports, we're supposed to be macho and physical and masculine. And, you know, Shep is a, he's okay putting the guard down. And so that, that truly means a lot. And I remember those kids, they were, they were amazing kids. And so I'm talking about, I mean, I forget it. Like I could be fired tomorrow, which who knows, maybe this is exactly what it is. Maybe they're just pushing me out the door here, but like, I, I did everything I ever wanted to in this industry and I could go home tomorrow and be like, Hey, you know, I got to do it. I just, I got to live the dream. And so that's why this isn't sad is because I got to live the dream and it gets to keep going starting on Monday. But my whole thing has been to share this joy and this luck that I got. And those kids, if they needed me, I was there for them. And that's, you know, that was like little Mo. Like, it wasn't ever, how do we fit this into the day? How do we make this work? It was like, of course I'm going to be there. And of course, however long I need to be there, I'll be there. And you let everything else take care of itself because those are the important people. Those are the important things. And what you end up finding out when you help other people, I can't even say I'm, I'm, I was helping them necessarily, but they were looking forward to having an exciting day and seeing what a media company is all about or whatever, is that you get so much more out of those experiences than you ever put in. When I was in Boston, I used to, you know, serve food at Thanksgiving to homeless because they had this great thing at the Boston Garden where they would bring in buses and buses of Boston homeless uh, people and and we would have huge trays of food and they would come through the line and you, I would man the mashed potatoes or man the cranberry sauce and every one of them were so thankful that they had a hot meal for Thanksgiving and you walk out of there and you're like I heard thank you you know 150 times what I got out of that was so much more than I could never even express what I could get out of that because I got to experience that and to see you know, people that were destitute or it was hard for them to, you know, manifest to normal life and they could still walk into that Boston Garden and get a piece of turkey, get a piece of, you know, ham or whatever and have a smile and they could bring their kids or they could bring their their life and it was okay. It's like, man, you know how much you learn from that? You know how much you get from that? You get so much more than what you put out. So, when Shep would ask something like that, can the kids come by? Or anybody said, hey, can we bring our kids by? Can we bring our so-and-so by? Would you do this for them? Would you? It's like, of course, of course. It was never even a question. Of course, you could do all of that. And so Shep's a beautiful soul, man. I love him. 
And uh, yeah, he's he's what I talked about last hour. CBS Sports Radio is just attracted. Like we put out a can of food and a bunch mm. of cats came to the can of food. <laughs> we just attracted beautiful people. You know, it's just constant, this this wonderful group of people. So that's what makes it hard because I love everybody around here. We, we needed one more thing out of Shep, and I thought we were close to getting it. I wanted him to thank you on behalf of the network. <laughs> Which you got from Pete. Maybe I, I know. He was so close. I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to thank you on behalf of CBS Sports <laughs> Radio. We didn't get that. Would have been perfect. I love that Shep said I know that I was part of the headaches. That time. Uh, yeah. That was I mean, great. Arguably the biggest board meltdown of all time in the A show history, but we'll bury that. We'll bury that football. But now we've talked about him and Jr. at nights are must listen. Must listen. Like Shep is like filling in rant, you know, other places, including on Sirius, like in afternoons on certain stations. Yeah, you're still gonna see Shep. Like Which is great. Yeah. But like in all with all due respect, like Shep, many guys who have made like mistakes behind the scenes of radio could fall apart and be like, This isn't for me. Shep's person I I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's an unbelievable story. It's unbelievable. His radio story is incredible. Yeah. He won't say die. He will never say die. He will never say die. Yeah. And that's a wonderful super quality. He's talented. It's wonderful. Bogues, what'd you think? I mean, who had Shep crying first? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, making us feel insufficient for not having enough emotion. But, I mean, again, you're right. Shep is an amazing person. He could have worked other places. He left once and came back because he well, had the to Memphis be near Central us. School District broke him a little yeah. bit, so he had to come back. And let's be honest, our <laughs> bench was weak here anyway. We needed to fill it for him to come back. It was really cool to hear from him. I mean, of all the things, Galaxy of Stars continues huh. as Schwartz files out Caserta files in mid shift. Oh wait, Schwartz not doing an update this hour? I don't I think that? this has ever happened. Mid shift, we're switching up. Pete was so PO'd at the last Schwartz update. He said, you're out of here. That's the last one, dude. We're getting Caserta in. So I'm unaware of the plans. I've just come in here. for Is Schwartz supposed to be doing an update right no, now? No, no. Okay. No, I thought, no, I thought no. this really happened. No, it's all good. No. Oh, okay. No, it's supposed to be me, but it's not. So Greg is starting now because Schwartz had to leave, but Greg couldn't come in earlier. So that's why Schwartz was here in the first place. Yep. I made things very complicated. Today. Okay. Wow. I really thought something happened in the last 45 minutes till Schwartz to get out of here. Yeah. Pete said, take a hike. Hit the showers. <laughs> We've heard enough of MLB scores. Yeah. Well, Greg, if you have seven MLB cuts, Pete would love to hear them. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I've got Ronald Acuna <laughs> stealing his 70th base. Uh, I've got a couple of wild card races. Perhaps a stunt to a news we've done already. Yeah. We might do that. I, I first, I just want to tell the story. Nutwagon? There's a story. Somebody was asking me about working on the overnights. And I'll never forget one time we had one of the news guys go out and he got red lobster for us and he was gone for like an hour. We were like, where, where is this guy? And, like, <laughs> and then he came back later. He's like, ah, sorry it took me so long. <laughs> That's a great story. Unbelievable moment. <laughs> I listened on the way in this morning. I, um, I was explaining to Aaron about this show. And it's like, man, I'm, I'm really not going to be coming in here all that much anymore now that you're leaving. I mean, that's... I've said before, like, the reason why I'm still coming in here was to do this show. And I will never forget a few sure, months ago. Loves hearing this from Jeez. Jeez. I'll never forget Jeez. a few Jeez. months Another ago. another job you could do. <laughs> Boyle, I, put in your resume right now. <laughs> this was back in March or April. And I said to you guys, like, oh, when do you guys think the next Super Bowl trip's going to be? And you both started laughing, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're still a show. And then, boom, done. And then I got the text from Bogish the other day. And it was good to hear it from him as opposed to Twitter or the New York Post 
It was good to hear it from Bogish. So I was stunned to a news when I found this out two days ago. Bosses are going to love it. You um, said Bogish revealed secrets, huh? Yeah, it was good to get it. And that when he asked when we're going to the Super Bowl, we laughed. We laughed. <laughs> well, to be yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. to be fair, the Knicks like felt like a million Super Bowls were like lined up for the West Coast, and I think we just right. kind of knew they weren't sending us there at three a.m. And it makes me really annoyed now that I didn't go to Bob's Bar this year. That I changed my plans last minute. A lot of people feel that way now. But like I said to Sean in the newsroom, his idea for the YouTube show, yeah. the annual get together, spot on. I love that idea. Does not need to be changed. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely feeling it the last day or two. And again, just look at the response from people that have, you know, responded to your posts and things like that. That tells you all you need to know. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's very disappointing. I was, I, when I, I actually called my dad cause he obviously listens and he's a fan. Papa Caserta. And, uh, I said like, you know, listen, as somebody that knows radio and duos and people that break up. Yeah, you always think like, yeah, that, that's disappointing. But then to be a, a small part of this and to have that happen in my own life is, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, It really is because I just, I always laughed coming in here. That's what it was, you know? And I've said before, like, sports talk to me, eh. But <laughs> careful. You know? Still pays and, the bills. But, is amazing. But, you, but you're as good as it gets, man. And um, Thanks, I'm happy to call you a friend. And I'm really happy that you guys incorporated me into this because I loved it. And uh, I'm going to be listening Monday morning. So uh, keep keep crushing it. Right on, man. Thank you, Caserta. Of course. Who are you listening to Monday morning? In, in the middle of this, Pete's like, he's got a minute left. Yeah, Wrap it up. He's basically. You, you got like a minute. So if you want to give a quick minute recap of everything, of sports? Yeah. I didn't write an update. <laughs> Are you insane? <laughs> what are you nuts? That's how I'm going out. Come on. Oh, that's good. He defies Pete's management. Oh, that's By the way, the Lions play the Packers tonight on Thursday Night Football. Ronald Acuna stole the 700 base. That's so funny. We heard the same update the last three years. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. You think I wrote an update? <laughs> what are you, insane? Utah plays tonight. <laughs> that would be tomorrow and night. And oh, leaves. Caserta just... <laughs> Take care, Greg. Pulled the pin on the grenade. <laughs> See you at the reunion show. <laughs> Walked right out. <laughs> he left the studio. Good for him. He must be making oh pork store God. money. <laughs> <laughs> he must be making pork store money. Great line. I didn't write an update. Are you insane? He sat up there for the last hour. At the update desk. Yeah, exactly. At the computer. I would have just had him in here BSing. Nary a word. <laughs> uh, Mraz's idea is a great one. We'll reset it coming up here next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, and a happy Thursday to you as we put the finishing touches on this edition of the DA. One of the things I'm most proud of is our simulcast, our digital stream that was eventually aired all day on YouTube, or it aired the full four hours on YouTube and on Twitch and at WatchDA.com. What's awesome is... If you miss anything from the show after I'm gone and after, you know, the morning show turns into whatever iteration it does, which I'm sure will be great with Maggie and Perloff, 
Remember, you can relive everything that has happened over basically like the last three or four years in full. You can just go back and watch old episodes. It's like binge-watching Seinfeld or The Office or something on Netflix. You can just go to YouTube. They have to sit through dated sports takes. But you can watch full episodes of the show for free on YouTube. So I think it's pretty cool. And Mraz's idea is awesome. Mraz obviously going down to WFAN. And then I'll be heading over to SiriusXM starting on Monday. And Maggie and Perloff take over these airwaves on, on Monday as well. But your idea was, let's do the Bob's Bar show. But instead of having any radio affiliation to it, let's just throw a party at Bob's Bar on a Saturday in the summer. Invite everybody, all the listeners, all the friends of the show to it. And we'll just party and have hijinks and ridiculousness. And it doesn't even have to be cleared through any. And, and we'll just stream it on YouTube exactly, so that people can watch if they can't make it. Yeah, now obviously we're going to rely heavily on CAP to figure out how to technologically right, do that. Right. We'll all check our contracts to make sure we're able to do this on a day. But yeah, I think it's a great idea. And by the way, our good reunion show, however long it has to be, Canadian Bacon, Stun Doing News. Like, we'll just bring back some of the favorites. We don't have to sit there and break down Jared Goff for four hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then nobody's going to stop us from drinking while on the air, too, That's if right. we're doing our own thing on a Saturday. And we just have a plan. It's a good way to bring everybody together. And we're not worried about taking off and angering our employers because we're doing it on our day off. Yeah, so we don't have to clear this through corporate. No. We just set up an iPhone, two iPhones or whatever. We have it running through YouTube, and everybody can watch it if they can't make it. And if they can make it, we have another big party. Exactly. And a party that hopefully doesn't end because it's on a weekend. And it kicks off, right, true. And it kicks off maybe a little bit later on in the day so that people don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn and drive through the night like Dan and Mechanics were. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think it's worthy. I really do. I do, too. Um, And by the way, it's something we should be doing without the listeners anyway, so we might as well invite the listeners and all just get together <laughs> at least, make sure we're getting together once a year. Here. Right. So should we kick off the summer maybe again? I think it's a good idea. So hey, maybe, hey, how's it going, DA? Maybe uh, <laughs> early June, mid-June. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You know? Everybody, everybody bring their kids, watch their daddies do keg stands, and away we go. Yeah, watch their daddies do keg stands. I love it. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah. It's a good way to fuse everybody, too. And you might have new listeners. I might have new, you know what I mean? And you get yep. new people, meet people. We have a good time. Yeah. And we get to all hang out with Bob and Nancy again because they become heroes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jeez. Oh, I'm really anxious to see what my mom's 6 a.m. looks like Monday, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do it for us this morning here on the DA Show. I'm back tomorrow, so we get another episode of this extravaganza. But thanks so much to Mraz for dropping on by and coming in early to hang out with us all day today. Thank you. Thanks to executive producer, Pat Boyle. Thanks to Pete the Body Bilotti on the Wheels of Steel and Audio Director. Thanks to Andrew Bogish. Thanks to Schwartz and Caserta on Pseudo Headlines. And Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Be good. Be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm DA. The Mothership Disconnects. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.